1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you want to run with the game changers, you are in the right place because this is where the best run. Just let that sink in. Let's see what the buzz on the street is today. I have a quote from a man named Damon Richards. Kind of hard to pin down who he is. I searched all over social media and there are several people with that name, but I think I found the right one. He's called a customer service expert, uses a totally different name for Twitter. He is paraphrasing something that Theodore Roosevelt said many years ago. Roosevelt said, Nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. So Damon Richards has turned it around a little bit and he says, You're a customer. Doesn't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I like that new twist. So what are we talking about today? Well, believe it or not, this is part five. I just keep inviting this panel back because they're so interesting. Part five of a topic called Mind Your Manners, Social Selling, Etiquette, and the Golden Rule. You all know the Golden Rule and its many colors and phrases. The principle of treating others as one would wish to be treated. It's a maxim of altruism found in many religions and cultures dating back to the early 17th century in Britain. We'll leave that one alone for now. But we're going to be talking today about etiquette in videos. Video is still the burgeoning tool, the weapon of choice, if you will, in reaching your audience, reaching your customers, reaching people who you want to pay attention because we are all so overwhelmed with stimulation from the internet, from email, from text messaging, from people wanting to find us on social media, from the social sellers who are doing it right, no matter how right they do it, it's still a lot of overload. So how to get in front of people? Video seems to be winning that game right now. So let's go back to some of the basics of Mind Your Manners before I bring back our panel. Truth time. Come on, we always ask the question and I want to know the answer. Look in the mirror. Are you stalking your prospects to get into their Facebook news feed? Come on, over and over and over, really. Be nice, golden rule. Or are you a patient and helpful advisor along their buying journey? That's the right answer. So we're going to keep talking about the do's and don'ts of social selling, but focusing on video, how you and your team should versus should not behave in the digital world, especially when you're capturing video, which is visual, it's audio, it's everything together. Yes, the golden rule still applies, even in our hyper-paced digital age tongue twister. Let me tell you who our guests are. You know them all very well. Barbara Giamanco is back. She's the CEO of social centered selling and she'll tell us a little bit about what she's been doing lately. Vivica von Rosen, the LinkedIn expert. That's her nickname. That's what she goes by. Co-founder of Vingresso. We have many Vingresso partners and colleagues on the show over a period of time. Thank you to Bernie Borges. Uh, he le- reminds me, Vivica, that his last name rhymes yeah. with gorgeous. So I always say Ber- Bernie <laughs> Borges, gorgeous. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and he's been tweeting about the show. He's excited. And also coming back from SAP, Sherelle Robinson-Brown, global selling, social selling team at SAP. Ladies, welcome back. Let's start out with a new quote from Barbara Giamanco. Interesting quote from Carol Burnett. I didn't know Carol Burnett is 85 years old. I, she just doesn't look at her sound. We will never believe she's that old. Carol Creighton Burnett, born April 26, 1933. Just had a birthday a couple weeks ago. She's an American actress, comedian, singer, songwriter. Her career spans seven decades of television talk about video. She was on TV, best known for her TV variety show, The Carol Burnett Show, which originally aired on CBS and is still making us laugh. Here's the quote. Words, once they are printed, have a life of their own. And Barb, let's just focus on print in terms of when you when you go to, when you're making a movie or making a video, you might say, it's a wrap. Print it. So Barbara Giammanco, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing great, Bonnie. Thank you, having me,
2: you know, for having me back. I can't believe it's part five.
1: I can't either. So talk to me, golden rule, words have a life of their own, and let's focus everything we talk about on video, which we all agreed to about 30 seconds before we went live. Barbara, talk to me.
2: Yeah, so the reason why I like this particular quote is I think that sometimes people forget that what is basically said online or (laughs) shown online Mm -hmm. through video, it's, Going to stay there. I mean, we've seen lots of examples where people realize they error their ways and they try to delete. They try to delete mm. a tweet or they try to delete mm. a video that's gone south, and yet somebody out there somewhere has captured it. So I just think it's really important that people think about uh, what they're either writing or filming, and I know Vivica has some thoughts on this as well. I'm all about video. I think that's a good thing to do if that's what you want to do, and I'm still a huge believer that it's the quality of what you do that makes a big difference because you're still representing your company's brand, and I think people need to think about that
1: before they just start slamming videos out there because they can thank you very much and Barbara we're going to be talking about the making of the videos who should be the one or the ones how professional do they have to be how do you keep as you mentioned the brand alive and well and take care of it if you're representing it visually it's it sticks isn't that true Barbara that words once they are printed well once you've got a visual tell me the impact is what up a thousand percent yeah, I, I mean, uh,
2: i Livica may have some data, uh, Cheryl may have some data on this, but I think so. Again, when you're thinking about video, that is the ultimate first impression. And it's one of the reasons why I do video, but I don't do it as often as a lot of others because I'm thinking about uh, what's the impression going to be like? Is the lighting good? Is it, it doesn't have to be, you know, Hollywood perfect quality, but you are representing yourself. And when people see that and they see what you're talking about or how you're representing yourself, it's going to make an impression in their mind. And so the thing is, uh, are you making a good
1: impression or one that's not really working so well for you? Thank you, Barbara. Great to have you back. And let's just mull over how Carol Burnett's been around so long. I'm, I'm still in shock. Now, Vivica Von Rosen, the LinkedIn expert co founder, a co founder of Ingresso, sent us a quote from Michelle Obama. And I needed to look her up, believe it or not, to be reminded of yeah. some of her many talents. Michelle LaVaughn Robinson Obama born January 17, 1964. She's a young lady, is an American lawyer. She went to Harvard Law School, 1985 to 88. She's also a writer, and, of course, we know she served as First Lady of the United States from 2009 to 2017, married to Barack Obama, number 44. And here is the quote from Michelle Obama. This is a long one. Just bear with me here. You should never view your challenges as a disadvantage Instead, it's important for you to understand that your experience facing and overcoming adversity is actually one of your biggest advantages. Interesting words to live by. Vivica von Rosen, how have you been? Excellent, thank you. Thanks for joining I'm, me. I'm Talk to me. For Michelle. Ah. <laughs> uh, Let's not go there.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: I know. I just like her. <laughs> yeah. I, I, she, she had a presence, and she certainly was represented yeah. visually on TV and in videos and not afraid of the camera. And maybe that's yeah. part of what we need to talk about with you and, and Barbara and Sherelle today is not being afraid of the camera, but minding your manners while you're on camera in terms of social selling and the golden rule. I think it's, it's a big topic. So talk to me about this quote, yeah. Vivica.
3: Yeah, you know, I and I didn't know we were going to be talking about video today. I just really believe I mean, when we look at our lives, sometimes the hardest challenges, the biggest challenges that we've had, once we've overcome them, it's really sparked us in our careers or in our lives or in our relationships. And so, you know, that it's hard at the time. Of course it's hard at the time and you know, if, if we're afraid of, of, of video or if we're afraid of sales or if we're afraid of relationships or if we're afraid of something, overcoming that fear allows us to be empathetic to the people on the, who are still on the other side. And so, um, you know, so there's so many different elements when it comes to, uh, to, Having challenges in life and overcoming those challenges and, and the strength that it gives us. So I just, the, the quote really resonated, um, with me due to some of the challenges, you know, that I've had, that I'm having, um, and, and really looking back and, and realizing those, those challenges slash disadvantages, whatever you want to call them, have been a huge blessing. But, you have to charge forward into those challenges. You know, hanging back and being afraid um, just means that you're disempowered um, and that the challenges or the, the disadvantages have, have power over you. But if you can turn that on its head and charge forward, um, it can become one of your greatest strengths.
1: Thank you very much. And, and let me just add a little more to Michelle Obama's bio We have another show later today, actually. Vivica, uh, the re debut, the season three debut of Game Changing with HR, changing the game mm. with HR, and a panelist yeah. on that show is also quoting a different quote from Michelle Obama. So I, yeah. I did her bio for both of our shows, but there was more in the other one. I just pulled it up. She worked as the Associate Dean of Student Services at the University of yeah. Chicago, and she was the Vice President for Community and External Affairs of the University of Chicago Medical Center. I didn't know that. And if she's talking about... about the medical center. Yeah, I know. It's, it's in her Wikipedia bio. So it must be true. And if she talked about community and. In- external affairs, that must mean she was probably dealing with publicity and with branding and with impact of what they wrote and what they said and how they looked and if they communicated with video, audio however, and and, uh, social selling in a way for the purpose of brand and probably for some uh, community outreach and perhaps some fundraising. So she was probably very aware of this as well. Thank you, Vivica. And now waiting patiently is Sherelle Robinson Brown and (laughs) has sent us a quote from Booker Washington. Let me read his bio booker, Talia Farrow, Washington. I didn't know that. 1856 to 1915. American educator, author, orator, and advisor to presidents of the United States. Between 1890 and 1950, 15, sorry, when he passed, he was the dominant leader in the African American community, according to Wikipedia. And here's the quote I have learned that success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles that he has had to overcome while trying to succeed. Sherelle, welcome back. How have you been? I'm very good, Bonnie. So glad to be back. I can't believe it's part five either. I know. I know. You actually keep trading places with your colleague, Michael Labati who's also on the social selling team at SAP, depending on who's available on a particular show date. So here you are again. I think you're on port, part four and part two. We're very happy to have you back. Talk to me about this very interesting quote, success, position in life, obstacles, and defining your success by the obstacles. You had to surmount to be a success. Talk to me, Sherelle. How does that relate to our golden rule in social selling and video today.
4: So I also didn't know what our topic would be when I picked this quote, but Bonnie, it seems that we're really in a very, very self-admiring, dare I call it narcissistic era right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I believe social channels like Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat make the self- Self-sacrificing and altruistic tools like LinkedIn and our professional Twitter, it makes it difficult to be happy with where you are. You never look at your journey, you always look at your position. So that's why I picked that quote. quote. I think we can fall into the trap of comparing ourselves with others, and that's just a downward spiral. Um, I think we just really have to be better to be who we were yesterday.
1: Very, very interesting. Now, if we talk about this, Sherelle, on a practical basis in terms of video, a lot of people are still afraid to And the words that uh, Barbara Giamonco just quoted Carol Burnett. Words, once they are printed, have a life of their own. And we know the word viral applies to videos that sometimes were not intended to have a mass audience, were they? And it could be because somebody didn't do it well, or somebody really made a gaffe, or somebody said something really awkward that they thought was cool, and they didn't know a half million people would want to listen and watch them. Thirty minutes later, right? So just relate that to the the surmounting. What do you think about people getting over that hurdle of doing video but doing it respectfully to their brand, personal and professional? I think
4: we have to get yeah. I think we have to get into the practice of doing video intentionally. So often Ah. the viral videos are the ones that are the bloopers of a funny thing happening very randomly or a a person saying something that they didn't intend to say on camera. And we have the paradigm in our heads that the good videos or the viral videos are the ones that happen um, candidly. And that's not very true. And we don't practice intentionally doing video so often, so we don't have many examples, and I think the apprehension comes from that. There are not many um, examples of videos being done intentionally, and people think that they're staged. You need makeup. You need to have the perfect setting, and that's not true Also, often. Some of the best viral videos are professionally ones that are done at events where you're interviewing people, colleagues, kind of getting a feel of the environment, so we just have to kind of Look for those examples instead of the, you know, the happenstance bloopers or the
1: the other type of viral videos. Thank you, which can wreak havoc with brands. I want to make a disclaimer to our listeners. We always have a topic in mind. We always have statements uh, for the roundtable received from my panelists. That's how we roll. We're never just going on the radio and doing it off the top of our heads. But just before we went live today, I said to Barbara and Vivica and Cheryl, this is part five of our topic on social selling, mind your manners, the etiquette, the golden rule. And we have... Done this topic so many times. What can we do that's fresh and new? And one of the three ladies said, Let's talk about video. I think it was Barbara. And everybody said, Sure, let's talk about video. So if you hear them saying, We didn't know what the topic was, we're still sticking with the mind your manners and social selling etiquette and the golden rule, but we're just focusing and pun intended on video. And it's certainly very lively. And and with what I just discussed with Sherelle Robinson Brown is very appropriate because the ones that do go viral are very often the bloopers, the oops, the did he or she or they really say that? Did that kid really walk in on his dad giving a a TEDx talk from his office in in Asia somewhere? Well, that's a cute kid. You never know what's going to grab the public's attention. But when you're talking about your brand and social selling, It's appropriate to take it seriously. So let's go around the table and find out what is in your cup today, what's your favorite drink, doesn't have to be in front of you right now, you three ladies know that already, and what you've been doing. So let's just take about a minute and a half apiece. Barbara Giammanco, where are you, what are you loving to drink, and what's new with your company?
2: Uh, Thank you, Bonnie. So I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia, a beautiful, sunny, hot day here in Hot Atlanta. Uh, On my second cup of green tea, anybody who's listened to the show knows that's my morning drink. I love green tea. And what am I up to? Well, I am knee deep in my conversations with women in sales podcast. Today was episode 22, I believe, Mm. and it's going really, really well where I'm interviewing women in sales roles at all levels in companies uh, globally. So super excited. Episode 22 went live this morning. So that's what I'm up to, all about women in sales.
1: Congratulations, Barbara, and and let me ask you, are the women you're speaking with on your podcast series, are they thinking about Mind Your Manners, the golden rule, not being rude or pushy or stalking people on social media if that's what they use? Do you find that that's a theme that is is coming through?
2: Absolutely. I would say, as a matter of fact, that women are much more sensitive about that than the men are. Men will get on a show with me, and some are prepared, and some are not, some are shooting from the hip, and... And, you know, just doing their thing, women are certainly a lot more thoughtful and a little more concerned about how they're going to be representing themselves in some cases, Bonnie. Some of these women, have never been interviewed before, but what's kind of cool about it is because I am a woman in sales, um, it's it's more comfortable and it gives them an opportunity to to, to share their expertise, but you bet women are much more sensitive, and I would say for the most part, women are much more sensitive about the video for perhaps obvious reasons.
1: Uh, very, very, I'm quoting you on Twitter. I hope it's okay. I'm saying Barbara Giamonco says women in sales are, quote, a lot more thoughtful and sensitive about social selling etiquette and the golden rule when it comes to video. Can I quote you on that?
2: Absolutely. I think so. Okay. That's my observation.
1: Good, I wanted to get your permission on that. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go to Vivica Von Rosen, the LinkedIn expert and co-founder of Vingresso. Where are you today, Vivica? What's in your cup, or what would you rather be drinking any time of the day or night? And what's new with Vingresso, please?
3: Yes, yeah, so I'm back in uh, Colorado for a little while. I was I was just outside of Atlanta, actually, and it is very hot and humid there. Um, I am sucking back a coffee because it's morning. <laughs> And um, what I will not be drinking anymore is ice cold Patron Silver because I was at a concert that a friend of mine um, who, who's in the band Night Ranger did, and and they start every uh, they start every um, concert with a shot of Patron, and then they gave me the bottle, and <laughs> it
1: was
3: a mistake. Wow. So yeah, I'm just going to be. I'm just going to be moderate now and I'm going to drink my coffee and I'm going to enjoy the uh, sunshine here in Colorado the dry sunshine in Colorado and and call it good. <laughs> I'm and Patron is tequila, am I correct? Patron Silver? Patron is tequila. It's a very very smooth tequila that goes down way too easily and
1: we'll leave it at that (laughs) we'll leave it at that tell them now let's get back get back to earth here vingresso what's going on with vingresso i think bernie borges was on one of our shows a couple weeks ago and uh everybody's gone gone through bryn tillman's been on kurt shaver's been on mario martinez jr so what's what's new from your perspective at vingresso
3: yeah so lots of change in vingresso super excited about it Um, we're, we're shifting the organization a little bit. And what I love is that in, in, in the organizational shift, I get to do what I do best and I don't have to do anything other than speak and train and, you know, help people develop their personal brands, um, which is, which is the great thing about working in, in a larger company is, even a startup like ours, eventually it shakes out to where everybody gets to do what they do best. And I think that's what really helps companies um grow. And so a big part of being Chief Disability Officer is that I get to do uh, a lot of video Um and I'm super duper passionate. When I mean, literally, I was going to shout out video just about the time Barbara mentioned it. And I was like,
1: yes, girl, Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, now, do you run across people when you're talking about personal branding? Do you recommend video as a new tool for the toolbox for social selling, Vivica? Or do you get feedback, pushback from clients, uh, people you consult with and say, I don't know, I'm not ready for prime time. I don't know, I don't have a good lipstick shade. Or a guy might say, well, I don't have the right shirt for it, or that's going to show oh, guys, my bad care. side. <laughs> what, 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 do you, what, what ego comes through when it comes to that? Do you see a lot of that?
3: Yeah, so I absolutely, you know, depending on who the person is, um, I, I think video is an incredibly powerful personal branding tool, and it is not for everybody, for sure. Um, yeah, I absolutely get pushback uh, <laughs> all the time, and um, it's it's usually women, and it's usually um, women who are concerned about their appearance, as am I, and the the, the cold hard truth is. Um, Women are judged a little bit more and, uh, we're judged on our looks. It just, it's true. And so we want to look our best. And for us, we can't just throw on a baseball cap, a clean t-shirt and call it good. Like, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk or our friend Jim Keenan, right? We, we, we tend usually to take care and get ready and do our hair and do our makeup. And that's a little bit more time consuming, um, especially if we work out of our homes and don't have to do that all the time. Um, So, so there's, there's pushback on a lot of different levels. And then there's just the, I'm not comfortable with video. Um, So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's definitely a skill that needs to be learned, but what I would encourage um, all people in sales, but especially uh, the women in sales, is a kind of, a little bit of get over it. Um, B, use Zoom. They've got a tool called Touch up My Appearance, which takes ah. care of a number of sins and uh, and and did I do ABC, or one, two, three? And um, <laughs> number three, it's you know once practice, 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 practice to where you feel more natural. Um, Because it is such a a a powerful powerful tool, Um, as long as which you've mentioned and Barbara's mentioned and Sheryl's mentioned, as long as you are aligned with your brand, Um, you know. To Sheryl's point, and then I'll stop talking. uh, A lot of people think, oh well, you know, funny blooper type videos go viral, so I'll do more of those. Or they see business videos done by people like Gary V, and they think, okay, that must be the way I'm going to, I need to be, I need to swear a lot and be super hyper and crush it and kill it. And, and you know, if that's not your personality. Please don't try to adopt that persona for your video. You need to be aligned with your brand and with your company's brand.
1: Thank you. Very interesting. We are going to be referencing back to brand while we're talking about etiquette, which can reflect, obviously, back on the brand. Thank you, Vivica. Sherelle Robinson-Brown, where are you today? What do you love to drink the most in the whole wide world, and what's new with your role on the global social selling team at SAP?
4: So, I'm calling in a muggy, cloudy Pennsylvania. Our weather has been so fickle. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. It reminds me of a teenager. Um <laughs> My girls are on summer break right now, so I'm tucked away in my home office. I am drinking my favorite green smoothie today. It has spinach, frozen banana, frozen mango, frozen pineapple, a piece of ginger, and some pitted dates to sweeten it. It's very healthy, and it's very good. That frozen fruit combined with the ginger really gives me a kick for the day. Mm. So that has been my favorite drink for the past couple of months. Um, Right now I'm knee deep in social selling training. June and July seem to be very busy times of the year. Um, I feel like all of our customers and partners are on vacation. So my colleagues at SAP are kind of getting trained in social selling, um, Mm -hmm. doing a lot of e-learning updates, the gamification preparation for Q3 most of the time, I'm trying to prove the case for social selling as normal. It seems like there's a significant population of folks that are still not convinced, but I can often change their mind by asking those people, what will you do um, if you didn't have social? What, how would you find out about your competition your clients without that tool? So many times we just don't give social selling enough credit, but if you take those activities away, it would certainly make a drastic difference in your business,
1: and you'll be at a disadvantage to your colleagues who are practicing social selling. So, Thank you very much, Sherelle. Thank you. Good insights there. We we are touching on the concept of video as part of a social selling toolkit with keeping in mind social etiquette. We're going to be talking right after the break with Barbara Giamanco at Social Centered Selling, Vivica Von Rosen at Vingresso and Cheryl Robinson Brown at SAP. But I am Bonnie D. Graham, and I am still drinking water. And ladies, we finally got the rain. We so, so, so badly needed here in Durham, North Carolina. Whoever's in Atlanta, I think it's Barbara Hotlanta, you called it. I thought that was a riot. I'm waving out the window. Um, The plants, the past week we had 90 plus degrees for about six days in a row and the ground was so parched. Even the pots of plants I planted on my screened porch three times a day I had to go out with bottles of water and water the plants on the porch because they were simply laying down on the ground, on the shelf, on the table and saying, water me, water me. So thank goodness we had a truly soaking (laughs) rain yesterday and it was delightful to see and now The ground is livable again, and the plants are saying, thank you, thank you. So there. So I'm drinking water in homage to the rain that we had, which is great. And this is my first summer season here in Durham. And I'm just going to have to get used to it. I know New York is probably going to be brutal this summer, too. What can I say? So I'm just going to say to our listeners, don't even think of touching that mouse, that app, that dial. We've got three very interesting experts on the show today with great insights. And we're going to be touching on the roundtable statements they sent me before they knew we were do- going to be focusing on video. So I'm going to just give a heads up to Barbara Giamanco that we are going to talk about your second statement when we come back. Put in the work. Ditch the pitch. Ditch the pitch. Because we want to make sure videos are etiquette friendly, video viewer friendly, and not hard selling OMG disasters. So again, whatever this means to you, don't even think of touching that mouse, that app, that dial. I promise we'll be back. Oh, in about ninety seconds you can count them with us, Erin. Out. We're on the cutting edge of
2: social
3: media.
1: Can you keep up?
3: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast.
0: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
1: Welcome back. We're speaking with three experts on the topic of social selling and focusing on social selling etiquette. How do you represent yourself, your brand, whatever your message is, without stalking, without being crude or crass, without being the next viral-to-go-viral video without the right reasons for letting it go viral. So we're going to be focusing on, again, social selling etiquette. And let's start the roundtable with Barbara Giammanco. And here is something Barbara told me before the show that she's going to apply to video. She says, put in the work, ditch the pitch. There are no shortcuts. Uh, if you think social media is a shortcut to closing business, it is not. And let's focus on the creation of the right kinds of video. Barbara, go ahead, please.
2: Yeah, thanks, Bonnie. Uh, anyone who knows me knows that I am constantly talking about the importance of your message and, you know, resisting the urge, whether somebody's watching your video or talking to you on the phone or meeting you in person, you're trying to connect on LinkedIn, you know, pitching your product or service. So when I think about video in particular, I think the first thing I want to say here is we need to also separate this into two camps because I own my own business, Bonnie, so mm-hmm. I can create the kinds of videos that I want to. You know, if you're someone, you know, in the SAP organization, mm-hmm. they're not only just representing themselves, but they need to align to the messaging and the brand of SAP. So people need to think very intentionally about those those two different camps, I think. Uh, so when I think about videos that are going to be interesting, it's just like anything you might write. Is the topic something that the buyer is going to care about? Is it important? Is it informative? Is it relevant? Is it providing new insights? And in that way, you are demonstrating your, your, your credibility. I don't think videos have to be Hollywood productions. I do, however, think that you need to be professional in how you're coming across. Um, Again, these are people you want to buy from you. And if you're doing gimmicks, so let me give you an example of a few gimmicks I've seen. People, you know, flipping the camera. So it looks like they're hanging upside down. (laughs) <laughs> or you know sorry right i mean driving in their driving in their car which by the way is dangerous so please stop oh doing God. that but you know they're doing these gimmicky things and you know uh, to Cheryl's point it's not being intentional because you are an, uh, uh, a sales professional representing <laughs> your company mm-hmm. um this is not recording a cab video okay this is like really demonstrating to buyers that you're somebody that they want to do business with. And it's already hard enough to get a buyer's attention. So if you're going to do video, and I'm, I'm saying think about it and how it fits your own strategy, make sure you fit within the guidelines of your own organization and that your messaging is on point. But give it a little bit of thought. Take a few minutes to make sure the lighting looks decent. Stop trying to be gimmicky because it's not about going viral. It's about helping you achieve your quota
1: objectives. Thank you very much. Sorry for the coughing there. I just swallowed some dust. Shame on me. I love the suggestions and the tips you had. Let's see what Vivica Von Rosen has to say for about a minute and a half, and then Sherelle, and then we'll move on. Go ahead, Vivica. Agree or disagree with Barbara? Yeah,
3: agree 100%. I don't get what this record in my car thing is. I mean, (laughs) Thank you for saying that. I see so many people shooting their video, whether it's on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. And yes, they're not driving, or at least let's hope they're not driving. Like, are they trying to do carpool karaoke? I I don't get this recording in your car thing that's been going on. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think it is, I think it is so key that you have some strategy around the, the video that you're, you're sharing and that you, you do try and be authentic.
1: It's, um, you know, hokeyness can only get you so far. Excuse me, I'm sucking on a cough drop here. Uh, A question of developing another persona that perhaps you think might appeal to that buyer, might appeal to that prospect, where they may know you on the phone or an email as somebody who's very serious, buttoned down, sticking to the brand lingo, and all of a sudden they see you and you're fun and you're pleasant, but not S-T-U-P-I-D, where you're doing the upside down of the carpool karaoke or singing a dumb song. So um, anyway, w- what do you think? Do you think that there, there's a way to show that other side of your personality that may be more engaging and still appropriate, Vivica? And then we'll go around on that one, still continuing the topic. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Well,
3: I, think, you know, I think video naturally is going to be more engaging. So it's not like you have to create a whole new persona. But to your point, when I'm on stage, when I'm speaking on stage, mm-hmm. You know, there's a little bit of the persona of super viv. It's just me on steroids a little bit. <laughs> Not really. Uh, on steroids, exactly. It's, it's just me, but more. And, you know, when it comes to video and you'll see this on on TED Talks, too, and there's a lot of um, research into this. More facial expression, more. Hand, I'm literally moving my hands more right now as I'm speaking. More facial expression, more movement of your hands, bigger gestures actually transfer better on on video. So yeah, you might amp up who you are a little bit, but you're not creating a completely new trans, uh, persona that that's you know completely different from from who you are online. And to me there's a huge disconnect when I see that. Um, I, I, there are some people I won't mention names, but their online persona, their LinkedIn profile, whatever is one way. And then they get on video and I'm like, what? <laughs> a, they don't look a thing like their picture. And B, it's, yeah, it's, it's gone completely off the deep end. So I think you still need some alignment. But yeah, you can
1: amp it up a little bit for sure. Very interesting. Thank you, Sherelle. Talk to us some really interesting tips and, and uh, caution points here on the table. What do you think?
4: Um, I think that people are recording in their cars and doing things like eating on camera because it's a trend right now. And for Mm -hmm. some reason, we have the thought that if the masses are doing it, then it must be safe. It must be appealing. But there are also masses of flies in a fly trap, right? So I feel like you should not create a persona that you cannot live up to. Do not create a persona that's uncomfortable because your audience will pick it up sticking with your brand is very, very important. The best way I think you should craft your message is to do your research beforehand. And I will go back to my adage, social listening is so critical to finding out what will appeal to your audience. Who are they following? What are their challenges? What is your competition doing to address the same audience? You have to be doing something that's going to differentiate you from everyone else. And you have to captivate your audience in less than 30 seconds, And you have to make them want to watch more of your video in less than 10 seconds. So I would just say, again, be true to your brand. And, again, most of our clients and our partners are on the go. So video is more convenient for mobile devices as well.
1: Thank you very much. And, and let's go back. Thank you, Sherelle. Barbara, let's just circle back to you on one more thing. Ditch the pitch. Should you be doing a hard sell in a social video? Should you be saying, and yes, my product has 15 different ways to make your toaster, uh, uh, clean up after itself and make the kids healthier and everybody's going to get an A on their tests if they, if they use our toaster for their family toast in the morning. Do you really want to do a hard sell or what should you be doing? You talked about being relevant being appealing to the competitor. They have to like you. They have to trust you when they see and hear you. So how do you get the pitch across without a hard sell on a video? Or is that okay? You know, uh, my philosophy remains the same on that, Bonnie.
2: No, you don't need to pitch your product features. That is not what buyers care about. I mean, the research is very clear. You can go get Deb Calvert's book, my good friend Deb Calvert, you know, Stop Selling and Start Leading buyer research is really clear that they want to work with the sales professionals who bring fresh business insights to the table. As Cheryl said, who have clearly done their homework and know something about the business, their challenges, potential business opportunities, uh, competitive threats, they may not be considering, you know, and for the most part, I don't think salespeople need to do the pitch highly likely, unless they're a tiny organization, that their company already has those kinds of uh, pieces of content out on their website. They're, they have the informational videos and webinars and um, the white papers that talk about their, their product <clears throat> and the problems they solve for businesses. You're trying to create a relationship person to person, human to human. That's how I think you, just like I think about that when I'm writing or posting on social, I think about that with respect to video. Am I bringing something that's interesting, different, and unique? But also remember, if you do the same as everybody else, you just get tuned out like everybody else. Like Vivica was talking about, you know, well, actually it was Sherelle who said, you know, oh, they see all these people doing the videos in the car or hanging upside down or, you know, and they think that's what they should do. No, you need to get into the brain of the buyer. What is the buyer going to find interesting? And I'm a buyer. I'm not going to take you very seriously watching you videos uh, yourself upside down. That to me is just silly. And that, fair or not, creates a bias in my mind about what kind of professional
1: you might be. Thank you. Good advice. Vivica Von Rosen, you have something in terms of what What kind of a professional do you want people to think you are? I'm, I'm looking at your notes from the last show and you say, do you want to build your relationships? Then buy them a drink first. So how would the video, this is going to be interesting, Vivica. How would the video be that, let's say that virtual drink where you get to have Side of personality that is still professional. You're not doing a hard sell, a hard pitch. You're not being crude right. or rude or crass, but you still want them to be comfortable with you. How do you do that respectfully with the golden rule on a video without Hollywood lighting? <clears throat> <laughs> we well, don't no,
3: have, have Hollywood lighting. I mean, okay, well, that. all right, well, we'll agree on that. <laughs> <You>
1: know,
3: <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and to to bring in Barbara's point, you know, we we talk about um, at Vangresso about making your LinkedIn profile. A resource not a resume and and with your video you want to be that trusted advisor you want to be the person who's knowledgeable in your industry you want to be the thought leader in your industry without being a braggart just truly by demonstrating your expertise and however you do that um, so to, to answer your question and to pull that all together when you're using video and I'm, I'm obviously focused mostly on LinkedIn because I'm just a huge fan of native mm-hmm. video on LinkedIn but this would apply of course for, for you know Instagram stories and Facebook lives and, and whatever form of video YouTube videos you don't have to sell and no one wants you to sell them um, no one's interested in, it, in being sold to and you know so buy them a drink first so with your video Give people a sense of who you are and your personality. Allow people to see the the authenticity. Be, you know, be transparent. You don't have to show everybody everything, but be relatively transparent so that they get that sense of knowing you, which, you know, is our friend Bob Berg, all things being equal. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. You want to use video to get people To feel like they know you, to create that false sense of familiarity, but who cares if it's false? It's that sense of familiarity. So they feel like they know you, they begin to trust and like you. And yes, then you become the trust advisor that they turn to when it's time to make that buying decision. And I think another mistake is a lot of people use video for just one part of the buyer's journey, but we want to be. Um, creating video that answers the questions that our, our modern buyers are having throughout, you know, discovery and decision making and all of the different levels of the buyer's journey. And we just have to be very conscious and very strategic around that and around creating video that, well, that positions us as their trusted advisor.
1: Vivica, what well, you just said, just, just hit me square. This is, goes to the buy them a drink first. You said use video so they can feel that they know you. That's really, isn't that really if we had to distill it down to one purpose one benefit they need to get to know you how do you speak how do you hold yourself how do you how are you relatable are you likable are you trustworthy that would be what comes from that but do they like you do they want to get to would they like to have a phone call with you would they like to have a drink with you would they be happy to run into you at a conference would they say oh vivica i saw your video a couple weeks ago god it was only 58 seconds but I really feel like I know you. Let's talk. That's the goal, isn't it? That's it.
3: That, that absolutely is. And, you know, I, I, I hope people are paying attention when they do share a video to their comments, because all of the business that you're going to create from that video will be in the comments and will be in, in the engagement and will be in the private messages that people send you and will be coming up to you at conferences but, um, you know, I, I feel like people create video to, to go viral and get 10,000 views and then they don't even pay attention to the comments and the engagement that's going on in the feed attached to the to the video. And that's where the relationships are built. So like, let's not forget that ever important part that it's not about just your voice going out there. It's about the conversations that you create with your video by allowing people to get a sense of who you are and feeling comfortable enough
1: to approach you. Thank you very much. I think we're really on a great track here developing this topic. Let's talk to Sherelle robinson Brown. Sherelle, agree or disagree with the purpose should really distill down to, and tell me if I'm wrong, getting them to have the opportunity to know you, like you, and trust you. Sherelle? Absolutely. Um, I I do have to agree with what my... uh, fellow
4: radio partners are saying, oh, you should not be doing a hard sell in the video. I think you should infuse the answer to the challenge, that your client or partner's challenge in your message, and that will be the the pivoted point right there that will help them be, want to be connected with you. Align it with some solid analytics, and you'll certainly result in a fruitful business relationship. Um, all too often, though, I want to say that we think that we have to be on camera, but I can be in an event and feature myself. I'm I'm sorry, feature the event and not myself. So that's another Mm -hmm. way to become more comfortable with doing video. You don't have to be the talent. You can use a voiceover or maybe interview someone else. Also incorporating another person with yourself in the video could be the answer to making yourself more comfortable. So I think what we're essentially talking about today is how to get people into video, and how to captivate our audience. And, you know, we are nervous about showing our true selves. And mm-hmm. that's the that's the point there. Um, but I will say something a bit outside of the circle hanging yeah. upside down may actually appeal to an audience. Most times it's not a professional audience unless you work for Soap to Soleil. But there are audiences out there <laughs> that are indifferent. <laughs> that are in different focus areas that, you know, if you're hanging upside down, it'll appeal to you. But if you're into eating and having a food video, a mukbang, mukbang, whatever they call it, is appealing. So we have to, again, just go back to the core reason of who we want to connect with, who we want to get business with and find out what those people want. And if they're looking for an acrobat, then you may want to hang upside down. But if they're looking for a social selling program manager, most likely, I will not get anyone to connect with me through video by hanging upside down.
1: Thank you very much. These are great insights, Barbara Giamanco, Love to have you join this part of it. The distilling down to they really need to be knowing who you are and be comfortable with you. What do you think? Yeah, I fully
2: agree, and I think what uh, Cheryl is saying and she's spot on is you've got to know your audience, and you need to know what the the, the audience you're trying to appeal to. Will care about um, highly likely since I'm targeting VPs of sales uh, in you know mid-sized enterprise business-to-business organizations. You know the 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 catchy gimmicky stuff. Eh, that's kind of risky. That's probably not going to be what they care about because what they're thinking about are sales results and they're halfway through the year and how's the team doing with respect to hitting quota objectives and, and all that sort of thing. So it's like every other aspect of social selling that I have talked about for the past 13 years. And that is it's, it's strategic and for every individual and for each company, It may be a bit different. This is one of the things I really respect about SAP. You know, there's a a team of people like Sherelle putting the strategy in place, and then reps have to determine kind of their strategy, their focus, their approach know their audience, and determine what tools are going to be working best. So I think the one last thing I want to say here, Bonnie, is regardless what you hear, don't let anyone insist you should do anything with respect to content unless it's going to fit your buyer's needs, your objectives, what you're comfortable doing, and it's going to show you in a good light. This is about demonstrating your credibility and capability and trusted advisors. So Just think about what you're doing. I love what Sherelle said right from the beginning. Be intentional about what you're doing.
1: Thank you very much. This is like a, I don't know whether the word is primer or primer. I always struggle with that one on on how to do social selling video. And I'm going to go to some remarks from Sherelle in a moment. But I have to tell you, ladies, my first experience, not this year, but last year with with the with the camera, what's the name of the camera? The Mevo camera was when uh, SAP Radio was invited to Sapphire in 2017. And we brought the some of the crew from World Talk Radio, Voice America, which is our producer vendor. We're on their station right now, the business channel. And... W- I did interviews with let's see, in three between 11 o'clock Tuesday and 6 p.m. Thursday. I think I spoke with 53 people in 35 separate videos, and we streamed them live on Facebook. And my thought was, okay, this is kind of cool. I was all upbeat, and yes, we're here at Sapphire. There's 19,000 people, and it's everybody's coming from all over the world to see the latest. And I didn't do a selling pitch, just where we were and what was so exciting about it. But I was shocked that while they were streaming these videos, some of the, the interviews were eight minutes, some were 20 minutes, all varied on how many people I had, a single one or two or three on a panel. Uh, we were getting sometimes a hundred thousand views of these videos on the SAP Partner Edge channel on uh, social media and on Facebook live. And I was shocked that I, I said to people, people really want to see me talking to people with a couple of microphones on and a headset in, in a room with white furniture. And, they, and apparently they did. So we were creating video that really wasn't created for the purpose of video. It was created for the purpose of the audio interview, but we added that other flavor. So who was it who just said, consider interviewing someone? Was that you, Vivica, or was that Barbara? Somebody said uh, showcase. That was actually well,
3: Sherelle, but I love that. I think it was Sherelle, a, yes.
1: Uh, great idea. And it's,
2: yeah. what I
3: do, it's what I do with the
2: podcast, right? When you're interviewing yeah. people, then it's less about you and and i i have no doubt bonnie that the reason why your videos ended up being very successful is because you were talking about topics that were relevant to the people
1: who were watching Yeah, thank you. And you know what? To be irrelevant, it's 55 after. We have to close the show in 90 seconds, and we didn't do predictions. We've got two minutes here. I just completely lost track of the clock. (laughs) Cheryl, since we did – Cheryl, we covered a lot of your topics in the other topics. You talk about, uh, I want to see who I'm getting socially involved with, video and social selling. Anticipate what your customers want to see. They want to see who you are. Be captivated. Be transparent. Uh, Your potential connections. They want to know who you truly are and your authenticity and it's humanizing and personalizing your social profile. More great reasons. Sherelle, 20 seconds. Just give me a prediction on the future of video for social selling. 20 seconds, that's it. Go ahead, Sherelle.
4: Um, I think video is going to allow customers and partners to see who I am. Video is the next best thing. The reason why, again, people are so successful in getting, again, the upside-down videos is because they're using that content to captivate the audience. But if you're not captivating your audience in the actual video, within 10 seconds, you're not going to get anything. I think the um, era of instant gratification is here. So video allows my audience to sit back and enjoy me with very little effort. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to read anything. And because technology is so advanced, we don't really need expensive equipment to produce videos. Smart devices have the ability to create and share quality content. So I think video is the next best thing aside from AI and IOT. Um, it'll allow me to personalize my brand with a very human approach, speak live about how I can help my customers achieve their goals. And then the results and power that video and social selling results in it is going to be astronomical.
1: Thank you very much. Ladies, I think Sherelle spoke for all of us because we are literally out of time. So I'm going to say (laughs) thank you to the three of you for, really, we just, we decided to focus on video at the last minute because it was something that needed to be talked about. We covered some great points here. Barbara Giamanco at Social Centered Selling. Great to have you on the show, as always, Vivica Thank von you, Rosen, with your wonderful laugh at Van Whether you're laughing at Van or not, I don't know. But say hello to everybody for me, Bernie and and uh, Mario Bernie and Bryn Gorgeous. and and at Bernie. Gorgeous. That's right. I just ordered a uh, okay. doormat. Yeah. I just ordered a doormat, and it says in big old letters on a black and white background, hello, gorgeous. Seriously, I just ordered it on Wayfair. It's here, and it's phenomenal. Sherelle Robinson-Brown at SAP. Ladies, you've been wonderful. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. I have a shout-out. Fasten your seatbelt. What are you waiting for? Go out and be a game-changer today, because you already know three. Barbara Giamanco, Vivica Von Rosen, and Sherelle Robinson-Brown. I'll be back 2 p.m. Eastern here on the Business Channel with the season debut of Changing the Game with HR. You don't want to miss it. We're talking Talking about digitalization and HR. I'll learn to pronounce it by then. Have a great one. Bye bye.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best run businesses run SAP. To keep the coffee break conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to Twitter, hashtag pound sign R A D I O. Please join your host, Bonnie D. Graham, again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.